Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to another edition of The Spill Tea. My name is David Michael O'Quinn. Thanks for joining me again. I just wanted to do another quick show. Um, the boys should be here either Sunday or next Sunday. Well, no, sorry. Next Sunday is Labor Day weekend, so they might be here this coming Sunday, but um, I'll keep you posted on that. But I just wanted to kick off the show starting with a couple of things. Number one, there's still time to buy Cody Deal's calendar for all you gay men, um, either openly or closeted, and straight women. If you go to CodyDealBlog.com, go over to the right where it says 2015 wall calendar. You can pick up your copy. Um, Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. He's the king of selfies. This guy takes selfies all the time. So he is apparently going to get a little bit risque in his calendar. So pick it up and also follow him on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Cody Deal. Um, That's C-O-D-Y-D-E-A-L. He definitely responds to his um, fans. He's super nice. I've talked to him uh, personally, you know, by um, direct message, by Facebook message. Personally, he's such a nice guy, and like I said, he's a lot more, a lot more than meets the eye. So um, he's like a transformer in that way. Um, so yeah, go ahead and buy that calendar. You won't be sorry, and hopefully, you have something or someone to drool over for an entire year. Also, I wanted to, speaking of hot blondes, I wanted to talk about uh, Justin Hartley. It was just announced this week that he is the new Adam Newman at The Young and the Restless. Why this is so important is, number one, I mean, he's my number uh, 19 crush, along with Hartley Sawyer. Now, if you go to um, at Spill Tea on Twitter and the Spill Tea on Facebook, you'll see my entire list of uh, my 50 crushes. The reason why I group some people together, like the number three are um, Brian and Patrick Moot, I can't choose between hot brothers. I mean, I just can't. Um, They actually have another brother. I don't know if I said this. Another brother. He's really hot. But um, he looks just like them, too. It's so creepy. It's like the mother cloned the same kid, and they all look alike. They're all hot. They're all nice and approachable. And Brian is a stand-up comedian, so... If you go to um, at Moot Comedy, or sorry, at Moot Point um, on Instagram and Twitter, you can follow him. He's pretty funny. Um, and also, you can follow him on Facebook. Just look for Brian Moot, M-O-O-T-E. And his brother, Patrick, is the one that did Unhung Hero, where he admitted he has a small penis. You know, I really don't even care if Patrick has a small penis. He's still hot, and he's still so nice. We just got to get him the patch because he smokes. And yeah. But anyways, he's still hot, and he's still awesome. And like I said, they have another brother who's equally as hot. It's just so funny how you have three brothers, and not one of them is an ugly duck. But um, back to Justin. So if you look at my number 19, it says Justin Hartley. Flash Hartley Sawyer. 
I try to do like play on names and stuff like that. So, but yeah, Justin is going to be the new Adam Newman. I, if you want my personal opinion, since this is my show, I feel like he will do great against Eric Braden. I tweeted out earlier this week that Justin's scenes with Ben Masters, who played his father, Julian Crane, on Passions, and Madeline Stowe, who played his uh, long-lost mother on Revenge, prepared him for working with Eric Braden. Now, those two actors are powerhouse actors. If you're a fan of either one of those shows, you know those characters. Eric Braden's character as Victor Newman, he and Adam have a combative relationship. I cannot wait to see Justin play a sexy creep because Adam is a little creepy, let's just admit it. I think he's going to be amazing against um, Melissa Claire Egan. I think they're going to have so much chemistry. I think it's a little weird, though, that um, he's going to be playing against her because he's dating her best friend. So basically, it's like going to work, making out with your best friend's boyfriend, and not getting in trouble for it. You go, Melissa. Sheesh. That girl, I mean, she gets Steve Burton. She gets Michael Muni. Now she's getting Justin Hartley. I mean, the only other person I'm jealous of is Sharon Case. I mean, that woman gets all the hot guys. Except she, I don't think she ever had a scene with Shamar Moore, but whatever. But I think he's a really good actor. Um, Justin really can... He's not just a pretty face. He is a good actor. He was nominated, I believe, twice as, um, as um, Fox on Passions. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I think this might be the role that wins him an Emmy because that's what Jill Farrenthalps does. Um, that's all I'll say about that. I also wanted to, kind of moving away from that topic now, um, but again, congratulations, Justin. I cannot wait to see how fabulous you're going to be. I have no qualms about that. So let's move on to the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. Now, I talked to you guys about it last time, and I said how stupid it was for me, everybody to jump on the bandwagon without knowing what the heck it means. Well, one of my friends challenged me, so I, I was a good sport, and I did it. If you go to um, Spill Tea, at The Spill Tea on um, Twitter, you can see my Ice Bucket Challenge. But I did find out after I made the video what it's about. Um, I guess there's a phase or a stage in ASL where you become numb. So what happened was this guy, his best friend died of ALS. So he decided to do a video, dumped a bucket of ice water on his head, and now it's gone viral. I don't know if celebrities know that. I think they're just doing it. So after I did the video, I posted it. Then I found out what it was about, and then I wrote a little blurb about it. I think everybody, knowing the background now, I think everybody should do it. But, and this is a but, I think you should donate how much you want to donate. I don't think it's fair to force people to donate $100 because not everybody has $100. And if you do have $100, that's a large amount to somebody who's 
it's not a large amount to a celebrity. It's not a large amount to somebody making a lot of money. It's a large amount to people who are just doing this to be a part of something good. So we're dumping water, ice water on our heads, then we have to shell out $100. I think it should be any amount of money helps. You know, um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to donate money, and I'm going to donate it in the honor of Michael Zaslow's name, if you guys remember, for all you veteran soap fans out there. Michael Zaslow paid, played um, Roger Thorpe on Dining Light. He was a force to be reckoned with. This man is a legend, period, end of story. When he got ALS, at the time, he was playing Roger Thorpe. Roger Thorpe was more evil than Victor Newman, okay? Roger Thorpe raped his wife, but he also loved her. He schemed, he clawed, he scratched his way to the top. When he got ALS, he was fired from his job by the executive of production at CBS, Mickey Dwyer Dobin, and I will never forget what she said. I was like maybe, I don't know, in college when she said this. She said, nobody wants to see Roger Thorpe as a wizened old man, and she fired him. One Life to Live picked him up because he used to play on that show. He was um, Dorian's first husband and the father of her daughter, Cassie. So he lived the rest of his life and, and played on that show. He ended up passing away. Sadly, he survived his wife and his daughter, and then his wife passed away, I think from cancer. I'm not quite sure. but So his poor daughter, um, kids, sorry, he has more than one kid. So, yeah, so his poor kids are now left without two parents. But the audacity of this woman, I, I will never forget what she said. And, again, I was in, like, college when it happened, so I still, ugh, I just, I'm, I'm doing it for him. I did it for him. And I hope everybody donates. And if you don't know anybody that has ALS, now you do. Michael Zaslow. I think he has a foundation called Zaz Angels. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely donating it under his name. Another thing I wanted to talk about, and I talked about it before, but I wanted to bring it up because I had new information, the Kardashian Hollywood app. Let me just tell you right now, that app is amazing. And like I said before, I am 100% sure this is a play on Kim Kardashian's life. So not only... Did she put her actual outfits on the app, her hairstyles? There's this, so I don't know how to explain it. So her agent, I think, is like her mother. Her agent's name is, si- or, or sorry, her manager's name is Simon. My, my character's name, manager is Simon. And I have a pub- publicist named Maria. Simon, no lie. After my character's working, like, a three-hour photo shoot, right after I get it out, he asked me for another job. Well, Maria, my publicist, called me on my cell phone in the game and says, a billionaire wants you to be his date 
at an opera in London. The guy, the billionaire, looked like the guy that Kim went to Vienna with at the party. And then I have this editor named Elizabeth something. I think Elizabeth, I can't remember Elizabeth's last name. She's the editor of a magazine, and guess who she looked exactly like? Down to the haircut, down to the sunglasses. And I went to her. I'm telling you, Kim put her life in here, and I think it's the greatest thing that she's ever done. I feel like I'm reading a book on her life. I'm just, like, following the breadcrumbs here. It is so addicting. I, I can't stop playing this game. I'm totally obsessed. And it makes me... When I watch the show, it makes me feel like I can understand her a little bit more. Yes, I think everybody says, you know, like I said before, oh, what is she famous for? The girl never works. If you play this app and you have it in the back of your mind, I think this is kind of like her life. You will get it. I'm just exhausted playing the game because it's like literally job after job after job after job. It's crazy. But in any event, um, yeah, I really... I really like it. And the last piece I wanted to talk about before we sign off for the day, um, getting back to Young and the Restless, I actually want to talk about a storyline on the show. So I'm really perturbed about the character of Mariah. Why I'm perturbed is that she came on, first of all, I didn't know who she was. It was, was it Cassie Ghost? Was it a lookalike? Again, I'm sorry for referencing it, but I told everybody that Mariah is Sharon's twin daughter she never knew she had. So then it comes out that Mariah is actually Tyler's ex-fiancee. So her main goals, Mariah's main goals, for the first couple months she was actually revealed as a person, was interacting with with, um, Victor talking to Sharon and Nick and Faith and trying to break up Abby and Tyler. So don't you know Abby and Tyler break up? Tyler completely disappears and Mariah completely forgets about him. And she's totally focused on falling in love with Nick, which is just disgusting. But I can understand where she's coming from because, you know, he's a he's the father that she's... I think she's confusing... A, a, a genuine father figure, something romantic, which I understand, but no mention of Tyler at all. And now, suddenly, there, there's scenes with her and Kevin. I am not shipping Marvin. I'm not doing it. I will not ship it. And just to let you people know what shipping is, it's the short version of relationship, so shipping, you know, and also Stan. When you, when you see people on Twitter going, oh, my God, there's a crazy Stan. It's Stan from um, Eminem's song, Stan, how the fan was, like, obsessed with, with um, Eminem in the, in the song. And so if you hear those two shipping, that means I'm not supporting a relationship with them. And if you hear somebody or if someone calls you a Stan, it's not a compliment. It means you're batshit crazy. And it means you're batshit crazy over an actor or actress. I don't know. But anyway, so, yeah, those are the topics that I'm, I'm really passionate about right now. Again, I can't wait to talk to my boys. It's been a while. Um, 
actually Dallas and I have been really working together to get my, um, like I had mentioned a long time ago, my web series up and running called True Riches. And after I got my job and working full time and working overtime, it kind of got put by the wayside. But I'm actually moving to Boston soon. And I'm also taking an acting class. So it's going to be on hold for just a little bit longer, but it will be up and running, I promise. And um, Kyle is fully moved to New York City. That's all the teas I'm going to tell you. Um, and Dallas actually has another web series. And again, that's all the teas I'm going to tell you about that. So follow them too. You can follow Kyle at Kylie SF and on Twitter, sorry. And you can follow um, Dallas if you want on Twitter. You can not only follow him, but you can also check out his um, web series. His web series is called One Day at a Time. And you can follow him on Twitter at O-D-A-A-T underscore web series. And also, as always, follow Doug. His new show should be coming out very soon. Um, he's busy little bee there, trying to get that show up and running called um, Men Who Gossip. Plus, I think he's bringing Talk Suit back. He's also doing In Bed with Red. And he's trying to go to school at the same time. So this boy is busy, sickness or not, <laughs> which I can admire muddling through it um, and, and going through the pain in order to know that something good is going to come of it at the end. So follow him at idouglas on Twitter. And, yeah, that's it for now. Thank you so much for joining me again and look forward to speaking with you guys. Talk to you later.